Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Jemima Kirk is here. I'm so excited. I've been a huge fan of yours, obviously, since Girls. Like, everyone wanted to be you on Girls. The hair. Do you miss the long hair? No. Really? No, not at all. Um, No, I never. I begged begged Lena to let me cut it from the second season. I was like, I'm just so tired. Especially when I turned 30. I was like, this is not. It's not appropriate. I just, I, I, I do believe in age-appropriate where I know that some people are really <laughs> against that. Yeah. But I'm like, this is just too long for a 30-something. Great for your 20s, but I had it. It's, it's documented everywhere. Yeah. And now, and then, so I this, I love the chopped look for a long time. And now I'm doing, I'm, I don't know, I'm not thinking. Well, you have good hair in general, but. Thank you. Okay, so you were just on Girls, and I read that you or an artist, so you weren't even interested in being an actress until Lena was like, come do this thing with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I went to, well, that was the blueprint. That was the plan, was I was going to paint for a living. And then Lena and I hadn't seen each other in years since school. And we reconnected, and she's like, oh, I'm making this film, you know, so the kind of thing you just do after school, you know, just make your own film and see what happens. And she's like, will you be in it? I'm like, yeah, why not? And then, and that was tiny furniture. And then I got pregnant and I, I was, she approached me to do, she was like, I got this pilot for HBO. And I was, I said, no, 
And she was like, well, you probably won't even get picked up. And if it does, you'll just be sort of on and off, maybe a cameo. Let's just, yeah. let's just do a couple episodes. I still said no. Why? Did you because not like I was, it? no, I was, just, well, the, yeah, that was, that was that too. I've actually never said that before. I didn't like it. I read it and I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't <laughs> like the character I was like, supposed to do? no, everyone's going to hate this. Like, this is not, this, this is, it was, to me, it, it was slow. Like, I read it and it was slow. I thought mm. this, no one's going to be interested in this. It felt too realistic. Yeah. And I guess that was exactly what people were drawn to. Right. But then I, they raised the amount of money that they were offering me. And I said, fine, I'll do the pilot. But just sort of hoping everything would fall into place. And it did. Just not in the way that I wanted it to at first. But I'm actually, I'm happy. Wait, I, so you had your baby, though, before Girls? You yeah. Had your first kid? About three, three to five weeks before. So you filmed five weeks after? After how? having the baby. I brought the baby with me and had a, a nanny with me. And I had never done any sort of commercial or sort of acting on any big scale other than Lena's movie. And so I was a massive pain in the ass and, and such a diva before it was appropriate like what, to be for so. Shit? Yes, asking for stuff. And I mean that's in my nature to be <laughs> a bit a bit direct about what I what I want and need. But in in a workspace that is a, you know, a way of being part of the group that yeah. I didn't get. The PA would come and knock on my trailer door for me and say, you know, dry we're ready for you, which means get out there within yeah. two minutes. And I'd be like, I've been waiting for two hours, so you can wait for me too. <laughs> like that. I, did, I mean, or not knowing. I mean, this was probably charming. That was not charming, but I didn't know where the camera was. I didn't know where my marks were. I didn't know that. But those Wait, did tapes. you audition for it? No. So she just took Lena was so, just like, I want so you to be in it. She said, She wants me to be in it. I said no, and that was that. And then they started her and I suppose Jenny Connor and Judd Apatow started auditioning other actors. And I did see some of them. I'm not even sure if that's allowed, but I did watch some of the auditions with her just for fun. And there were some people that I don't know if I'm allowed to say who, but there were some famous people who people who weren't at the time. And I think it was her way of, of like reeling me in. I don't oh. know if I was, maybe I was subconsciously a bit jealous. Oh, like, oh, she's going to I was like, no, 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 she's oh. not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, she's good. She's pretty. But, but did yeah. Lena say to you straight up, like, Jemima, this is kind of based on you, this character, Jessa? Yeah, yeah. It Well, when we did Tiny Furniture, the character was, we discussed, it was like a sort of conglomerate of some people that we knew, some eccentrics, some stories that Lena had about me because she remembers everything mm. everything she remembers so much that i think a lot of it's embellished yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as memories are but and so that was the tiny furniture one and then jessa was based off of that character and as she's writing it though you know as she did with all the characters she's pulling from her relationship with the actors mm. so that's how girls is sort of unlike other shows and it's something that bothered me for a long time that we were all so associated with our characters. Yeah. And then I recently realized, I was like, well, we were because it was written that way, despite ourselves. We didn't, I don't think we realized at the time that it was kind of, that she was doing that. And she. So at yeah. first I read that you showed up and you were like, I'm just going to be me. Like everyone was like, just be you. 
Kind of. They, no, no, what I don't know what you read, but it's more it was more like you don't know how to learn lines yet. <laughs> so just when you can't remember the lines, just keep talking. And I, I was comfortable doing that. And Judd and Lena love improv. Yeah. And so I my first experience of, you know, the first season at least, maybe a second a bit, was mostly improv. Wow. Yes, I, I now I do know how to learn lines and very well if anyone's hiring. <laughs> uh, but at the time, I really didn't. And I think, yeah, there was this. Th- there's this thing that Judd does where he, you have a line. Maybe it's an entry line. You walk into a room and you have a line to say, which is like, oh, you know, it's so hot out. That he'd say, okay, change it every time. Just okay, go again. And there's no time to breathe or think. Yeah, you just have to change it, and you don't. Without thinking about it, the most ridiculous things come out. And I remember there was a line which was, every time I do coke, I, and he, I don't remember what the original thing was, but I just changed it every time as I was instructed to do. So what did, do you remember what it turned out to be? Well, one, the one they used, and I ended up laughing on the take because it was such a ridiculous thing. It was probably the 10th one. I said, every time I do coke, I shit myself and end up fucking a homeless man. (laughs) I, I, remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Wait, was that at that party? It, no, it was the first episode, I think, and they're all in um, one of their apartments. I don't know. They're, it's all the characters together. I remember as a viewer, like, I feel like when, I don't remember what season, but when you got with Adam, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you were more, like, into the acting part yeah. of it, right? You were, like, uh, yeah. naked, yeah. You were like feeling all these things. You weren't just like. I mean, I would have been naked fuck. anyway. But, that, <laughs> but you're right that the first two or three seasons that I was, yeah, a bit defensive. You know, I was a bit. I was not fully on board, and I was there was a petulance to the way I approached the work, and I and a lack of professionalism. I think because I didn't want to be there, and I was like, well, you know, what? this is my job. I'm very fuck- lucky to have it. Yeah. And it can be fun. I, like, why am I going to make this boring for myself? I'm the one who's who's struggling here. No yeah. one else is not bothering anyone else. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to actually lean in and try acting yeah. like, in a different way. Yeah. Did it become more fun for you when you did? So much more fun and so much more, not just fun, but engaging. And just the curiosity came up, which yeah. is something that... I find now is the key to acting is being curious. If you are not curious about a character or why they say or do the things they do, then you're just saying lines in a believable way. Yeah. You know, and I remember an acting teacher of mine, his name's Tony Greco, and he he helped me a lot and he shouts at me a lot and he would say, aren't you curious? Aren't you like, where's your curiosity? (laughs) And I was like, you're right. Why am I not curious? I've got to get curious. And that's that's when you do things that, you know, maybe the director doesn't like, but you have to be willing to be embarrassed or do the wrong thing, you know, because yeah. it might be the right thing. Oh, my God, you guys. I just had the most delicious ready-to-drink coffee. Cold brew on the go. I had Emma Chamberlain's Chamberlain coffee. Listen to this. Cinnamon bun latte. It was so freaking good. And you know what? Before you guys go worrying about my tummy, do not worry because it's made with plant-based milk. I feel like it was just made for me. Like Amanda wants to have coffee, make sure it's easy on her tummy. 
And uh, it was so delicious because I need a I need some flavor in my coffee. I'm not a like, oh, give it to me black. I need some sweetness in my life. So the cinnamon bun flavor was amazing and had that little sweetness. I didn't need to add anything to it. What I did do is create more dishes for myself because I poured the Chamberlain cinnamon bun latte into a cup and added ice and a straw to make it all fancy. Just so you know, you can uh, check out their other flavors, vanilla latte, uh, the regular cold brew latte, the mocha latte, which I also really like. Uh, So Emma Chamberlain, Chamberlain Coffee has amazing ready to go drink collection. You can just have an amazing coffee with minimal effort and bring your brew on the go. For a limited time, my listeners can get a free Chamberlain coffee latte when they purchase a can. Terms and conditions apply. You have to go to chamberlaincoffee.co slash not skinny for offer details. Chamberlaincoffee.co slash not skinny. Have you guys tried 21 Seeds? It's amazing, award-winning, infused tequila, okay? 21 Seeds is a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. It's smooth. It's not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. I'm like either white wine or tequila blanco kind of a girly, but I'm not downing pure shots of tequila blanco. I usually need some sort of a chaser, but I don't like it to be too sugary and literally 21 seeds and their infused tequila. It just made all my dreams come true, solved all my problems. They also make the most delicious and easy margaritas and cocktails so you can focus on the fun instead of trying to be, you know, a bartender or a mixologist and make your own cocktails. So check out 21 Seeds if you want to try an amazing one-of-a-kind infused tequila. I also really love that 21 Seeds is a female-founded company. Love to hear about a female-founded company. It's by two sisters and one friend. And they're also super committed to celebrating the LGBTQ community. The founder, Kat Hanta, said that she created the brand with the intention of providing a fun and inviting space that is inclusive. So super inclusive. We love to freaking hear that. So try 21 Seeds infused tequila for easy and delicious cocktails visit 21seeds.com to find 21 seeds near you enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york what was it like acting with adam driver i mean who knew at the time he would become this like did anybody feel it like on set like he's gonna be big this is gonna i think there was talk about that i didn't work with him much at all until that season right so i didn't know him very well yeah just through, you know, through Lena and what she told me about him. And I did see that he was a, a really good actor and, and had something. But no, no one knew it was. It he was going to be like a sex until pop. Until like, you know, the later seasons when he started getting jobs. And then there was one big job. And there was one season where he got nominated for a Golden Globe or something. And all of us girls are like, wow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like we're over here yeah, too. I know. But was it different then? Like, I don't I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, but I wonder how different it would be if girls came out now with like social media and like all this work. shit. It wouldn't work. I, you I, don't think it would work? Mm-mm. Why? Because I think that what our show came out right before Me Too happened. And as you know, feminism was sort of finding its its place in the sort of the current culture and vernacular and we were 
figuring out what that was, right? We didn't really know. We didn't, we, we were sort of guessing. We thought we were building it. And we kind of were, but when Me Too happened, we were like, oh, okay, that was the direction it's going. It's not, because the direction we were going in was, we're not precious, we're not fragile flowers, and we can be reckless with ourselves and our bodies and laugh about it and chalk it up to an experience that shapes us. And and I think the thing, not only the stories that she's telling and the the episodes themselves, but also the way that we we worked would today not be acceptable to people. I mean, because we touched each other, you know, between mm. between when the camera wasn't on mm. to to show to when we blocked things out. Yeah, there was no. Well, there was no such thing as an intimacy. Yeah. Coordinator. Or, coordinator. Yeah. So it was more about being sort of owning not just our sexuality, but all the shitty stuff that comes with it as well and making fun of it. Yeah. Rather than being angry about so it. So do you think today people would like judge the show harshly? Well, it's been judged. Since, yeah, And I feel like judged. now it has like it's having like a, a reset. People are rewatching it. Yeah, now. I know. And I, I'm trying to figure out why. And I think that the the more forgiving of it because it's a bit dated. Right. It's like, how. oh, back then. Yeah. You know, back then they could do yeah. shit like that. Yeah. But there are there are moments where people would say that, you know, let's say let's talk about that any one of the sex scenes that might people might see as as degrading or or borderline assault or something and the way the way lena treated the writing was that it's funny yeah and it's it's a i'm it's okay and i'm gonna make light of this because it's something we all experience yeah i <laughs> but i don't know if I, there's some things i don't even know if i can say oh my god you can say trouble. it it's been time <laughs> you're terrible <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the feminism that ended up <laughs> happening yeah but you know you can i don't think there's anything wrong with it yeah i don't think it perpetuates more you know puts us in a more dangerous position it's just different what we were doing yeah do you still talk to lena i loved your friendship so much lena is one of my favorite people in the entire world and she was working with her had its ups and downs the downs with that She's so involved in her work that at times it's even hard for her to separate the reality from the professional world or the fiction, you know, because she is, she's observing all the time. Yeah. And sometimes I watch her on interviews and maybe I've watched with her and been like, oh my God, you're glazed over. You are so not paying attention. Yeah, you're yeah. so thinking about something else. She's like, I totally was panicking. Yeah. And I can see it when she's gone. Yeah. Right. So, and I, and I could see that on you know, every time if we went to an event together, I saw that, and I'm I'm trying to have fun, and I see the glazed overlook. She's doing what celebrities do when they want, need to get through something they don't want to be, in. and it's just sort of observe and you know get through it. Yeah, and I'm trying to be more have, present. Yeah, more present. But I understand that self preservation, and then also at work, you know, it was like I I wanted to talk, and she's thinking about lighting, you know, and right. that's her job. You know, so do you think working together was like not the that? I'm just talking about friendship? the negative side, but that, yeah. that was the side where I would get a bit stroppy at times because I didn't fully understand it. And then I get stroppy sometimes because I asked her for one thing and one thing only. I was like, write whatever you want. Because a lot of the things that happened were things that were very similar to things that happened to me, or that she, you know, she wrote sort of versions of my story. 
and sometimes directly quoted me. Actually, one of the monologues at the end, that big fight with Adam, mm-hmm. I didn't like what was written. And so she she came into my room and she was like, gave me a pen and paper and she was like, just write it. I was like, okay. So that thing about like, because I have a fat ass and, and good mm. hair, mm. like, I wrote that. <laughs> cool though. That, that was pretty to, like, cool. That's the nice part. Yeah. yeah. But but sometimes she would get too close to home and I'm like, please don't make me an artist. Please don't turn Jess into a painter or an artist. Yeah. And oh, okay. um, just because that's the one thing that's that, like, like just, just preserve that for me, please. Yeah. And I don't think it was her fault, but one day I walked in and there was a massive canvas on set when I'm married to that. Yeah, yeah, you married that that guy. Yeah. Thomas John is the uh, character. And I was like, no, no, this is, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And, and then I was talked into it, and it, but it didn't happen again. We didn't use it. Yeah, it wasn't so, like a bit, you didn't like become a painter. We sorted it out, yeah. Yeah, so it was hard to separate a little bit, like your friendship, but also Jemima from Jessa. Oh, yeah, that too. And then the community, she was stuck between a rock and a hard place of needing to work with the company and the producers and preserve a friendship. And appeasing like you. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. That's so tough were you decision. happy when it ended? Like, were you a little relieved or were you sad? I mean, no, I, I, I was, I don't mind endings of, of things like that. It's like, I'm not, I, I was slightly shocking. It was done. I just remember going into my dressing room after we wrapped. And I was like, oh my God, it's done. And I was compelled to do like a selfie and a, and post, which I'm humiliated by now that I did that. <laughs> my face is like slightly sad. It was it's just way too earnest for Instagram. I don't, oh my god, I need to find this pic. Yeah, well, go, it was, it's back in the archives. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I and I was sad to to lose the paycheck. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> that was it massive. was like a job. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have the support of that. So, is it wild to you that like? So many people want to be actors, you know, sleep in their cars, all this shit. And you were like forced. <laughs> you were like, come do this. You don't want to yeah. here, do it. Yeah. And like you have the thing that works, but like somebody had to really get you to do it. It's wild and it's it's a bit embarrassing because it's it's something that so many people want. And I understand the Appeal. Anger. Oh, no, the sort of anger that that might bring up in someone for me not being grateful mm. for it and for it actually being handed to me on a silver platter and me saying, nah, I don't want it. But I really didn't want it. You know, it's like it's like if you ask an architect, hey, you want to be on a hit HBO show? They'd be like, I don't know. Like, I need time yeah, 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 to yeah, think about that. You so know, you weren't, just, you're saying you weren't even in that direction. No, I like never you had before. You never. It's so crazy. And now, do you feel like, wow, this is what I, I did was school meant to plays. do? I was uh, mole in Wind in the Willows in middle school. So yeah, I did that before. You just that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you weren't had this dream of becoming like famous or no. So it, it was hard when I read, you know, the criticisms of people or, or heard directly from friends that I needed to be, that it was sort of offensive, that I wasn't more grateful for yeah. this. I, I understood their point of view, but I don't think they understood mine. Yes, there's an insane amount of privilege to, to be given something that not only pays well, but, you know, is for many people a dream job. Right. But it wasn't mine at the time. It became mine. It really did. It yeah. took a long time, but it became, when I figured out what the point of 
of acting was. Like, I didn't understand acting, really. Yeah. You know, I understood performing. I understood making people laugh. It's something I, I like to do anyway. And that's just sort of what I did at first. But when I figured out, I know about writing, I know about painting, didn't understand acting. And I used to get asked all the time, what's the similarity? Is there any similarity between acting and painting? I'd shut it down. No way, nothing. And I understand that there is. And I, w I won't go into that, but the, just because it's boring. But, but I, I get it now. And it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And I do, I do love it. And do you still paint? Yeah, I do paint. I mean, a lot less because time-wise. Yeah. Because you know, I have the two kids and, you know, I did work throughout the pandemic, which I'm very lucky. Right. Yes, I'm going to keep telling you about Macy's. I'm going to keep reminding you of where you came from. Okay, Miss, you know, shopping in all these little boutiques and buying her you know, her clothes here and her bags here and her shampoo here and her, you know, watch there. No, Macy's has all of it in one place, guys, in one store. By the way, 4th of July is coming up. Are you planning a bash? Are you having a barbecue you're not inviting me to? Are you doing something at your pool? Well, then invite me, but also got to make sure you have all the tools uh, to have that barbecue and you can find them all at Macy's. Macy's knows how to celebrate 4th of July. So check out everything red, white and blue at Macy's.com slash own your style. And don't forget, speaking of 4th of July, uh, Macy's has their 47th annual fireworks for the 4th of July. Isn't that so great? Like literally associating Macy's with fireworks every year. Macy's has 4th of July fireworks. I know because Husb drags me to go watch the fireworks at the river. I hate going to with all those people. Can I please have like my own, you know, uh, penthouse balcony overlooking the river so I can just see the, 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 the fireworks on my own. But if not, you can always watch it on TV, you guys. So experience the thrilling night of the pyrotechnics accompanied by celebrity performances. I don't know who it is yet. I need to look it up, you guys. So learn more at Macy's.com slash fireworks and don't miss uh, Macy's 47th annual uh, 4th of July fireworks. Macy's.com slash fireworks. It's all about that base. About that base. No trouble. It's all about that base. Base, you guys, is an overpacker's dream. It could be hard to fit everything in, especially when it comes to luggage. With base, there's room for everything. No problem. Bring it all. Okay, you guys. Base is a luggage company created by actress Shay Mitchell. You might know her from Pretty Little Liars. She's just fabulous. She makes sleek and affordable bags, sleek like her hair, affordable bags, luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly and looking fashionable while you do it. I love Base. That's what we travel with. Their carry on is just perfect. It's TSA approved, obviously. It goes up above. It's easy. You can even lift it on your own. Girl, freaking power. I love it because of its cushioned handle. Really makes me feel like my dainty little hands, you know, stay dainty. I also love their built-in weight indicator, the washable bags for dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets make me feel so damn organized. Like, it looks just like did you pack yourself or did you bring like a packing company? Because that looks beautiful. And no, I did it myself. It's just base has a way of making everything look and feel organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, you guys. So check it out right now. Base is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash not skinny. Go to base travel.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's base travel B E I S 
travel.com slash not skinny. Let's talk about you growing up. You obviously have an accent, which I remember. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed. That's why she got famous. No, I'm just <laughs> When I saw you on, what was it? Like Busy Tonight? I remember that clip. Oh, yeah. I think I posted it because it was oh, so funny. Lola's the best. It was like with your sister, Lola. And you guys were laughing about like you having an accent, but she doesn't really have an accent. So they're like, Joanne was faking it. So mm-hmm. And people did, bought it. Yeah. People believed no, people it. Did. She was the one who said it. And then Lola said the best thing, which I think maybe Busy asked this or maybe it came up. But, and we talked about our third sister and Domino was like, she has a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So but did, people did believe it. No, I really do have an accent, which is kind of, you know, a bit sloppy now. It's a little bit mixed. Madonna. Wait, do Domino and Lola have the same accent as you? Domino is is older than both of us. She's married to Penn Badgley. Yeah. She's she, a doula. And yes, and she has an English accent. Yeah. But Lola was only a toddler when she moved oh, here. Oh, so that's why she does that. Yeah. And how old were you when you moved here? 10 or 11. But I, I consciously kept it as a way to Smart. make friends. You know, to, in middle school. Because I was just like, I just thought if I do that, I'll have something. Something offer. like cool. Yeah. And you're three sisters and one bro. Mm-hmm. How is it being three sisters? Are you all the same closeness? No, but do you have multiple? I have like three sisters. That's why I always ask because, like, I feel like three with sisters can be like a force. They're <laughs> yeah. a force, but we, the, it, yes, and it's tricky. But you know how it is. It's like oscillating. You know, one sister's in the doghouse at one time, right. and that sometimes it's the other one. Wait, so you're the middle? I'm the middle. Oh, same. Yeah. So sometimes it's. Domino and I talking shit about Lola. Yeah. Sometimes it's Lola and I about Domino. And yeah. I'm sure it's Domino and Lola about me. You know, it's just, I don't think there have been times though where, you know, where family get togethers where we do genuinely enjoy each other's company. Lola's the funny one, if we're going to go there. Yeah. Because I chose to. If we, Lola's the funny one. Domino is like this, like sweet, soft spoken. You know, nurturing. So she drinks tea. You know, I hate tea. You hate I tea. Hate tea. I just when some I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When someone invites me out, I can't. If someone invites me out to lunch, it's, I'll say yes, but I'm not going. Right? Like uh, I'll say yeah, 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 sure, lunch. I'm not doing lunch. I don't have time. Who has time to sit down for lunch? Yeah. I mean, unless it's a business. Wait, meeting. if it's dinner, is that better? Yeah, it's okay. the end of the day. You're winding yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. and have okay. a drink. No and, lunch. Yeah, no lunch. Waste of time. Or a coffee or a tea. Coffee is bad enough. It's just it's just because it's just coffee. Right. I want either a drink or let's go do something. Let's go to an estate sale or let's let's go follow a person down. You the street. know what I feel like people do here. I feel like it's an American thing. Tell me if you agree because you're British. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like when people are like, oh, do you want to go get a coffee? You're almost offended because you're like, oh, great. You want to give me 15 minutes of like your time. Mm-hmm. But they're actually being like polite to you. Right. Because they don't want to assume that you would sit down for a whole dinner with them or like drinks with them. Yeah. But like, what's a coffee? A coffee. Are you just sitting and drinking a coffee? Yeah. So don't like, do that with get Jemima. I coffee sometime. I'm like, I, I get coffee in the morning to function. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just I would rather let's meet. Let's meet at night. Yeah. And either make something fun of it or let's just ha- call it what it is and let's have a meeting but and your sister drinks tea so or then the her? next one down that's even worse is let's have a tea so it's like double no fun yeah you know it's like it's not even caffeine yeah 
Don't offer a tea. Don't, don't get, you can offer me a tea. It's fine. If I want some there, I'll take the tea. Yeah. But yeah, so that's just one thing that sort of describes Domino. She loves a tea. She loves a tea. So she's just, you know, she's just calm. But also used to be in the late 90s, early 2000s. She was just the coolest, like the best pickup artist of all time. I mean, we lived in the West Village and she would go to these nightclubs, you know, when Leonardo DiCaprio was going out, when like clubs were a thing and there was... Uh, you know, models and yeah. famous people with bottles of yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember her like One Oak in. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, before that, I want to. I remember One Oak, but it was the places were Life, Lotus, Mumba, Spa. What am I? What am I? Forget? Well, Don Hills was more my place. But wait, so she was a pickup artist? What do you mean, like? Meaning she just she just ended up with the coolest people oh, really? of the time. You know, either they were at our house or she had run away with them. Like you know. So you have two kids. Yeah. So you're a single mama, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I never know if a because my mom was a single mom because my dad wasn't in the picture. I actually looked up the the definition of a single mom because I wasn't you. sure I if, it, if it meant raising the kids by yourself, no help. Yeah. Or just that you're not living with your. What did it say? It wasn't straight up. It wasn't straight yeah. up. I always thought it was. You know, if you're a single mom, then there's no help. There's no help. Yeah, I, I and I agree with that more so than the other thing. And it's at times it's been well, I'm single now, fully single now. I don't have a partner or a boyfriend or a husband and that. So it's much more single than I, I, I wasn't really ever a single mother until the last two years because I shared the kids with their father and then Alex raised them with me. And and now the the father sometimes just gets busy, and I take the kids more. I have the kids more often. So yeah. right now we're in that phase I where see. I just have them more often. And uh, yeah, I have them during the week, and he has them some weekends. That's know? nice. I'm married, but sometimes I look at that and I'm like, that might be nice, like sharing, like having the days off. Is there oh, any? Oh well, my god, I don't think I could ever do it any other way. No, so you you probably could. I would have to if I had to. Right. And I'd figure it out, but I'd need therapy yeah. to figure out how to no, do it. No, but that you get like actual happy. like time off. Yeah. Like but days. There were t- there was a time where we split the kids 50-50 and it was week on, week off, week on, week off. Oh. That was amazing, but a bit strange because, you know, adjusting to the them coming back, it took a few days, you know, to feel right. like a it's, parent again. Yeah. And also not having them, it was like Oh, I can go balls to the wall if I can go nuts for a week. And then that comes and bites in the ass or come Monday morning when they're back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like how you have to figure out the balance. Yeah. So, But it's nice having the weekends, the weekends off for sure. Yeah. What do you like to do on the weekends? I don't even know what day it is most of the time. And but so I don't really differentiate that much. But I stress out just as much as I do on the weekdays. <laughs> yeah. But... I suppose I just like the quiet. I just, I putter. Yeah. I putter. I move things from there to there, and I go over there, and I do the same thing, and I zhuzh, and then I maybe go and see someone for a drink, or... Did you always want to be a young mom? Mm Mm-mm. No. Mm Mm-mm. No, I... It just happened that way? Yeah. Because you have, like, two... You're 38. You have two... How old are your kids? Like, three teens. Three teens. 12 and 10. Wow. My a girl da- and a boy? Yeah, my daughter's 12 and she'll be 13 in September. Oh, bat mitzvah. 
Wait, Apparently, that's what she thinks she's having a bat mitzvah. I'm like, dude, you're not even pressed up. You need to be studying now. Well, you, the Dalal family, because oh, my God. husband, my family is Israeli. And wait, I remember, wait, wait. How do you know that? Because, Dalal, because huh? I know when girls came out, I think I was still living in Israel. I lived there for a while. And mm-hmm. when we were obsessed with you and we were like, wait, do you know? And I remember we were like, the Dalal, there's like a cafe Suzanne Dalal. Dalal. Suzanne, Suzanne Dalal Center, but don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's The Dan Center. So your family's like very connected to like lots of different. We're Jews and we are Iraqi Jews. Iraqi Jews. <laughs> yeah. And Israeli Jews. And like, Israel- Israeli. Have you Iraqi. been to Israel ever? Yeah, yeah. Of oh, course. you have? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you would like not it. a lot, but my ex-husband was Orthodox when I met him. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an adjustment. More for him than me. <laughs> he was Orthodox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was raised Orthodox and he was in his early 30s when I met him. And I think I had a, a rebellious streak and I think that was the draw to me. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is my ticket. This is a great ticket. Yeah, yeah, Out of here. Not that he, but I think he thought he wanted out. And then there was this, the guilt. I got so excited driving the other day because I saw a court furniture rental store and I was like, hey, I know you court furniture rentals. They're so amazing with court furniture rentals. You can get the furniture and services you need to make uh, any life transition as easy as possible. I mean, buying furniture is such a freaking pain. And I also am the type of person that likes to change things up. Uh, pretty often I'm like, wait, are you supposed to stay with the same couch forever if it doesn't get dirty? Like, I don't understand. I like changing things up. Furniture rentals. You guys know I love clothing rentals. So furniture rentals are a total vibe and you can have it on demand. So you can furnish where you live. You can decide you're over it. You could press play like you press play on this podcast. You can pause it and you return it and Basically, with court furniture rental, you can rent furniture when you need it and return it when you don't. Isn't that fun? I just feel like it's perfect for people today. The way we get over things so quickly, it's like we're not our parents still talking about the same furniture they got at Ethan Allen in 1942. Okay, life is always changing. Your furniture should be able to change with you. You don't want to be tied down to furniture. So get furniture on your own terms with court. That's C-O-R-T furniture rental visit court.com slash podcast that's court c-o-r-t.com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that fits your life when i tell you that i just watched this girl do a kosas tutorial and i wanted to screen record it because it was in their stories so i remember because this girl looked freaking gorgeous. So I have the kosas concealer i highly freaking recommend it. I also started using their lip oil gorgeous. And uh, their setting powder is also really cool. They also have just amazing skincare that is proven to be better for sensitive skin and acne prone skin. It's hypoallergenic and it's just amazing. You guys really need to to go to Kosas. They're giving my listeners 15% off. I'll give you the code in a minute. But what I want to say is, so I, I saw this girl doing this tutorial. She used their SPF and she also used the setting powder and she also used the lip oil that I love and this wet lipstick. And she also used the brow thing. And I just love it all. I need to like do that entire thing that she did. And that's all while 
knowing that just Kosas has just amazing, clean, clean skincare. Also, you can take their five step shade finder quiz to figure um, out your perfect match so you can get just the perfect match for your skin. Uh, they're just award winning and amazing. So don't choose between wearing great makeup and taking care of your skin. Right now, Kosas is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more when you go to Kosas.com slash not skinny. Go to Kosas.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more plus free shipping kosas.com slash not skinny. Well, let's talk about city on fire. I've, I've watched a few episodes. I'm really into it. My husband's actually watching with me. That doesn't happen a lot. So I like it cause it's for me, but also my husband can watch it with me cause there's like murder in it. That's how you get like a man to watch something. You're like, they're shooting. I swear. It's not just like, you know, so it's on Apple TV, which is super bougie. And you're in it. Yeah, it is bougie. The minute I saw you were in it, Nico Tortorella's in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a, a cast that people people want to watch. Right. This character is like different for you, though. It is. She's like yuppie. It's it's different, but it's in line with the characters I've played lately, which is, you know, the the, the principal in sex education. Right. And then I remember her name, Melissa yeah. in Conversations with Friends. And now this, it's sort of an extreme, almost, you know, cartoon version of the the adults I've been playing. You know, I'm not saying it's written that way, but the idea of me playing a sort of Upper East Side, possibly Republican, one percenter, you know, yeah. on the board of St. Bernard. That's in my head, by the way. Yeah. And all of that. And work a COO and, and wears a, a pantsuit. Pearls. Was that like weird for you, the the fashion? I loved it. Yeah. It's really helpful because it puts and you wardrobe in that state of mind. is so it's so important. I've 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 learned, for me at least, because it can really you can really lean into to to how the wardrobe makes you feel. Makes I mean, a wardrobe can make you want sit differently. True. You know, if you're yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. a pearl necklace or pearl earrings or have your hair in a certain way or wearing a beige, a lot of beige. You can just let that take you, you know, and it helps. And the oh my god, I remember doing the meeting with the hair and makeup, and it's you know it's two thousand three. I'm like, please don't give me a blowout. Please don't give me a blowout. He's like, well, you gotta do a blowout. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, why do you hate a blowout? Like flat, like straight. (laughs) Well, your hair is like in a ponytail though. In the in the show at times, yeah. Yeah. But there's a there's times where it's like straight down, just. Yeah, like clean. You know that that was a thing, and then we looked at a lot of references, like you know Cheryl Crow and you know Jennifer Aniston or Drew Barrymore from that time or Madonna, and it was a lot of that deliberate sort of curling iron curl, mm-hmm. you know, which we did for the a party scene a bit. But yeah, the hair was atrocious in the in the way it was. Supposed, I mean, we laughed a lot doing. The but hair. you got to film in New York, which is super cool and convenient. It's very convenient. So when the script came up, was this like an, an, an audition, right? Like you got, no, no. Damn, she's offer only everybody. No, not not always. But for this, is an offer. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah so they came a- to you with the project, like we want you for this. Yeah, which made it more exciting for me because it meant that they wanted more than what was on the page. Mm. If they're coming to me, yeah, right. Because they could go to anyone for. There are more obvious options for that character. Yeah. Yeah. And so coming to me, I was like, okay, so they want something that I can bring to this. And I I figured out what that was, which is that she loves her brother, who is, you know, seemingly 
polar opposite. Right. So if she loves him, that means they were connected at one point. That means there's something in common. Mm. So what Her, does that brother look like? Played by Nico. Yes. And did who, you get along with him? Yeah. Like you guys it, vibed? Not just got not just got along. It was more than that. It was more emotional, like bonding right away because we started talking about the relationship and the intervention scene. And when when it came time to shoot that scene and we're blocking it. By the way, that scene, you know, they, as you know, you probably know, they take hours and hours to shoot. And yeah. you, it feels like you've just done a marathon and it might be the best performance of your life, but then it gets edited down and you don't see all your favorite parts necessarily. Mm. But it works for the show. But acting it out and blocking it, there was when we were blocking it, he wouldn't look at me and he was like, he's like, just so you know, I'm not going to look at you because if I look at you, I'm going to lose it. Like I need to, it's kind of like, you don't want to blow your load. Yeah. (laughs) In the rehearsal. Yeah. So, because there was just something about, and I felt the same way. Like you don't want to waste it I was already choked up before we started shooting it. Wow. So, yeah, even when the camera was, when the camera was on someone else, I took that opportunity to just get it out. And the guy was just like sobbing. And it was that line where he says, Basically, if I don't create, I'm of no value to you because I don't have any work to sell. And it was that line. And maybe it's because I'm an artist and it's maybe it's because I'm, you know, that is my purpose, my trade, mm-hmm. essentially, that I understood that. You know, we all have that feeling that if we can't deliver a product, especially in New York City, that's something, you know, that's something that defines how well you're doing. Is it how much are you producing, right? Right. What do you do? What are you working on? What's yeah. being made? What if, what's the next thing? It really can feel like, you you know, you're worthless. So I do adore him. Yeah. So I saw you also said that one of the things you love most in life it, that makes you happy is like Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> first scene in Romeo and Juliet. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned him again today. I'm like, do I'm you, are you feeling him? Big time right really? now. Really? Yes, because I have a 12 year old. And so we went on a Leo binge, right? Of uh, his films? Now, yeah. In the, over the last month, we've been doing a lot of Leo and we're going back and we're, we're watching more. And so watching Romeo and Juliet was just wild for me to see it again because I watched, I went to the theater to see it. Yeah. Watching him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think, is the most impressive I've ever seen. Wait, I haven't seen, seen it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. But it's his performance that really blew me away. There's this one scene that I put on repeat where he he does this scene where he, he's doing this movie that's kind of out of his wheelhouse because he's a Western actor. He plays, he does Westerns and he's always playing the bad guy and he's doing this this movie and he's hung over and he can't remember his lines and he's also doing a really bad job which is really hard to do right as an actor it's like telling a lie right telling a lie acting you don't want to seem like you're telling a lie it's not a disney show yeah but the audience also has to know if if that's the way the way it's set up that you're lying so there's a little bit of both and so with that in acting it's the same we want to see that he's trying but he's just not succeeding so it can't be too broad. Um, so he's just really good. He was just really good at being bad. And it made me laugh so hard because I just saw myself in it. With it. He was doing a good job, but I saw in his eyes how insecure he was as the character. And then the next bit is him going into the trailer, screaming at himself for not remembering his lines and for doing a terrible job and saying he's going to blow his fucking brains out if he doesn't get these lines right. 
And it's just so real. So you're on the Leo kick right now. Yeah. So who's your like top three Hollywood dudes? Leo. <laughs> and, and you're yeah. single now, which like we need to mention because I feel like it hasn't. It's not really like out there. I did mention it in in one or two magazines. Yeah, I, but it didn't. I don't think I didn't say like I just said I'm single. I don't think I said because you were married again. Oh, you weren't really married. No. Well, I wasn't really married to my first husband either. I just call them that. Oh. Just call, that's just my thing. <laughs> I, because if you say girlfriend, boyfriend, people don't at restaurants or on the phone making appointments. Wait, so not, both of these weren't official marriages? No. <laughs> well, then that's good. This yeah, is great but news. in New York State, there's such thing as you can be proven to be domestic partners. So, if the, but there's no, there was no legalities with either of them. But do you know that it's like listed that you were married? Yeah, I saw that. I saw okay. That. I don't know who. It's also listed that my son's middle name is Kirk, which is not true. I would never do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm not angry about the married thing, but don't make up a middle <laughs> name. Well, the married part's well, more true than the than that. Okay, so the three Hollywood dudes. Leo is one of them. Well, if I say it, then they're not going to turn up, are they? Because they, they might well, hear actually, this. Might say, they, might, they might turn up more than if you didn't say it. Okay, so I'm going to go out on them here. Yeah. Let's see. I can't go for Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Leo. I don't know what he's like in person. I did, did meet him once, though, and he was lovely. I'm sure he um, was. He actually came up to me at the some after party and gushed about how much he loves girls, which was really... That's so cool. So funny. He was like, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, I'm a huge fan. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What do you say? And then my husband at the time shows up, and I'm like, Ugh, yeah. buzzkill. Mike, Mike, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So here are my three. Jamie Foxx. Shut up. Yeah. First of all, wish him well. He's not well right now. I know, yeah. So when Katie Holmes was dating him, you were like, oh, Katie. Yeah, Brown's I was him. impressed. I was impressed. Okay, I like her. this. Third. Colin Firth. <laughs> Is he well. married? I think he just got married, yeah. Would but you answer like an Instagram DM from... An a dude or an who, actor who was attractive. Yeah. Yes. Have you? Not from a dude. Not from a dude. Yeah, it was a female did, and a female, uh, an actress did. Like slid in, like she propositioned me. I entertained it just for, but I I wasn't single at the time. But that that wasn't wasn't why it was it was it just wasn't my thing. I'm not a lesbian. I just I tried to be. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not not. I'm just I'm straight, but I also don't give a shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're straight, but you would be down. For, but you're I'm not. Either, that I'm, I'm straight, but I'm I'm open. You're straight, but you're open. But I'm not. I'm not. I don't identify as queer. If yeah. I, if I mean, I'm game. You're game. I'm game. But wait, I didn't finish my list. No, um, why? You said so three. Many. Okay, there are more than two. There's Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, that's I get an it. obvious one. I get it. That's an obvious one. But I also really loved when him and his chunky moment when he, when he had the beard and he pretended that he he quit acting and he was going to be a hip hop producer. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. He did. He, it was it. I think it was like maybe 10 years ago or so. Wait, you're loving like the pudgy phases of people cuz I said, always do. I why? always do in a man because there's a you don't listen, want there's nothing more, more unattractive than, than than a man who's self-conscious about yeah. how he looks, right? Yeah. So when that happens, it just shows maybe they're just really enjoying food right now, or they just yeah. and, and it doesn't hinder where they go, what they do, what yeah, movies they I agree. Say. 
And it's also just it shows a maturity as well. And it doesn't mean they're going to stay that way. But there is there is a it's an aging thing that I like. Yeah, I, I'm not I can't see myself with someone in their early 20s. Can you see yourself with someone who's like super healthy, like eats salads, works out, doesn't smoke cigs? No, 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 I can't. I mean, I d- you can go to the gym, but I'd rather you, you know, like pick up some furniture or climb a tree. You know, that, <laughs> that's where I want your body yeah. to come from. I, I, you know, yeah. like the muscles are difficult for me. What are you watching on TV? Are you watching any reality shows? Any Bravo? What do you watch? Oh, TCM. What's that? Kind of classic movies. It's on channel 32. <laughs> you watch just- I watch cable. I do. I, I do. I keep it on all day, but then I have the app as well. So I just keep it on. It's not good. It's not professional. It's not good. It's like being a writer who doesn't read. But all being a writer only reads like Victorian novels. So I need to catch up. God, wait, that, I'm, I know I'm going to leave here and go, fuck, I've got, I've got what, one. more of the dudes for the list? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll figure it out. Okay, this is a really good list. But everyone, go watch <laughs> City on Fire on Apple TV. It's really good. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Fucking honor for me, honestly. <laughs> and I just want to tell people how this happened. It was so Jemima because... I never do this, but I just for some reason assumed that like you wouldn't see if you got like an incoming request or something. So out of nowhere, I just commented on one of your posts, like come on my show. And you were like, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's a podcast. You're like, I know. I'm like, okay. And I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly how I would want it to happen. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.